Hi guys, welcome back to Grow More Good. I'm so happy that you're here every single week. Every single week you come back and you listen and I just appreciate you so much. There's there's nothing more to say. I just I just love you and I appreciate you. And I'm so grateful to have this platform to chit chat with you and really to chit chat with my fucking self for how for fucking long and to listen back to it and you eat that shit up. So I'm just really grateful and appreciative that you are here to listen and that my thoughts are of service. So in today's episode, I really want to talk about emotions and we're just going to fucking dive right in. You know how we do it. We can do like an emotions basics first to start off. And basically like how I like to think about our emotions are literally just messengers and there is no good or bad anything. If you're an avid listener or you've been following me for a while, you know that I say that all the time that no experience is good or bad. Good good and bad doesn't really exist. We create our own interpretations of what's good and what's bad and we can choose either or at any point in time. And a lot of a lot of what we perceive to be good or bad at this moment in time has been predetermined for us and has been shown to us that we should receive it in either positive or negative. And the thing is, is that by the law of duality, both are existing in the same moment at the same time. So it really does come down to a choice of our own perception of do we want to receive this as good or as bad? And the way that we react, the way that we respond, the things that the signs that come up in our bodies through our emotions will tell us, is this a good thing or a bad thing? And some different signs that you may correlate with bad, let's say, is like a heaviness, a sharpness, a dull sensation, stinging, um, like a rapid heartbeat, feeling nauseous, throbbing, tingling sensation. But for some of you, depending on where you land in your spectrum of consciousness or how long you've been conscious and aware of your emotions and the relationship that you have with them, some of the things that I named may make you, like you may associate those things with something good. You may associate those with something that is completely neutral. And again, there's no, there's no right or wrong. It just comes down to your own perception. So some things that maybe you associate with good is a fluttering in your stomach. Maybe is a rapid heartbeat. Maybe you get tinglies. And those are just a few examples, but like when we think about the poster, the poster emotions, I, I don't know, like what the correct way to put that as when we think of like in general, the emotions, the emotions that we associate with good and bad, we think of good emotions, our happiness, their joy, their peace, their play, it's play and emotion. It's excitement. It's bliss. Like we think that those emotions are good. They make us feel good. That's what we should aim for. That's what we should 
always feel, right? Right? Yeah. But then the negative emotions, the emotions that we try and avoid most of the time is going to be like stress and anger and sadness and depression, anxiety. It comes down to the receiver, right? It comes back to the perceiver. The way that you experience anger, the way that you experience stress, we could say that we both have a similar experience of this thing because, you know, we're told these are the signs, these are the signs and symptoms of stress. And here's what it means. And we know that stress isn't a good thing because it's what we're taught. And so a lot of times we avoid it, but the way that you experience and perceive stress is different than the way that I experience and perceive stress. And that's because I've learned to question my emotions and not in a sense of why do I feel this? But like, what am I feeling? A lot of times we get stuck in this pattern, and especially when we're developing more awareness, we get stuck in this pattern of asking why, and it leads us down this rabbit hole of like, why, 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 why am I like this? Why me? And that's not necessarily the whole point. I think that asking why can serve us to an extent and maybe maybe asking like, when did I first notice this? When did this sensation first start? Why did it pop up? But like, if you ask somebody who struggles with anxiety, why they feel anxious, they're going to punch you in the face. Like they're going to be like, stop fucking asking me that. I used to, like, I never really struggled with anxiety growing up. And like with my friends who did, I would be like, well, you know, why are you anxious? (laughs) Like why, what caused it? And they're like, I don't know. I just feel this way. And like, they are so valid in that. And I'm sorry that I did not fucking understand that when I was younger, but like your emotions don't always need to have a why. Sometimes they're just there for you to hear them, for you to feel them, for you to notice them. A lot of times that's all that the sensation wants is to be recognized and acknowledged. All your body wants is for you to be in it, for you to be present long enough to pay attention. So if you can tune in and ask yourself, what does this emotion want me to know? Then it's a whole lot easier to grasp then why do I feel this way? Especially when we have like a preconceived notion of like feeling really stressed out is really bad. And I don't want to feel that way. Like let's stop judging ourselves for the way that we feel and the way that we are experiencing life because literally our souls chose the human experience to experience emotions, to feel and to know what it feels like to be experiencing happiness as Cassie. Like I want to be in her body when she experiences this. Our emotions aren't just for no reason. And they can literally tell us so much about 
who we are, what we want. They can help us make decisions. Like getting in tune with your emotions helps so much with tuning into your intuition. I know that that's like a really, really big theme within my clients. And it was also something that I was working through is like, I always knew growing up that I had a really strong intuition. And I honestly thought that I was an empath. And I don't know if I am so much anymore because I've, I've just like learned a lot about energy and like feeling into my own energy and knowing what's mine and what's not. But sometimes I do catch myself like slipping into the space of like taking on somebody else's energy. Um, I think I, I did that for sure a lot more when I was younger, but where the fuck was I going with that? I, don't, I honestly don't know. Oh yeah. Tuning into our emotions helps us drop into our body, which helps us be able to use our internal compass, which is our intuition. Like your body knows so much. Your body has so much knowledge. And when we can get into our bodies and get into the present, we can understand so much more about ourselves, about the world, about life, how to navigate life, how to make decisions. Like it's just actually ridiculous. And when we resist our emotions and we just pile shit in, like shit just gets so confusing. Like we're not even, when we're not processing, we're not even ourselves. Like when you are just packing shit down and storing emotion instead of feeling it and releasing it and allowing it to move through you, you start to embody the emotions. And when you, there, there's a few things that can happen here when you are numbing out, which is where I think a lot of people end up following is they end up getting numbed out because they try so hard to avoid the negative, quote unquote, negative emotions, the emotions that like we don't like to feel because we don't understand them. We just know that they're bad and we don't want them, but really they're just like lower vibrational. There's an emotional frequency scale and they fall lower on the vibrational scale. Um, so we avoid them, we resist them, we ignore the fuck out of them. And what that ends up doing is ends up, yeah, numbing out our experience on the low end. And like, the low shit doesn't feel so bad anymore because like we're ignoring it. Right. Except that only works for so long if it even works at all. And because of the law of duality, like you experience an equal opposite. So if you are numbing out the quote unquote bad, how is there another experience on the other end to be able to even experience. So once you've numbed out on one end of the spectrum, like there's nowhere else to go. Like you can't, if you're feeling nothing, you can't just shoot forward into the high vibrational end of the spectrum because you haven't gone back. You haven't gone on the low end and actually felt that shit. So there's nothing on the other side, which is why maybe if you've been struggling with depression, 
you haven't felt a high in a while, or if you did, maybe it feels like an extreme high, but it's a spike and it's like quickly just gone. It's dissipated. It's because like you've become so numb and so resistant to the low feeling that like you're not even open to the other end. And once you numb out on one side, you're actually ending up numbing on both. You can't just feel the light, the light, the light. So that's one one thing that happens is like we try to numb out. We try to resist the lower end of the spectrum without realizing that we are simultaneously numbing out the high end of the spectrum, your peace, your love, your joy, your excitement, all those, you can't feel them. And we end up just literally numb, hanging out in the middle of the two. No super, super low spikes, no super high spikes, just fucking numb. And (laughs) that's what I ended up doing in the past. That's what I ended up doing. I didn't necessarily feel deserving of super high highs or super low lows. I literally, I brushed off the numbness with, and like hindsight hindsight is 2020. Like I am looking back and like, these are my takeaways, but like, this is not what I was experiencing in the moment. Like I didn't have this awareness in the moment at all. Looking back, I can see that I was pushing off and like I was blowing off my numbness by claiming like this go with the flow attitude. I was fine. I was good. Like nothing bothered me. Nothing overly excited me. Nothing got me super, super low. I was just like, I was kind of touchy and like got angry a little bit easier and like annoyed a little bit easier. Um, and like, I felt generally happy, but like not real joy is what I would say. And not real joy or excitement that was like everlasting. And I think that a lot of it comes down to actually being seen in those emotions and like my level of safety with emotions and, um, I've, I've revealed my experience in finding safety within those emotions in previous episodes, but, um, that is, that is one end. That is one of the things that can happen is that we end up becoming numb and feeling feels really scary. We don't want to feel too high because it's like, so uncomfortable. It's so like such this unknown and we don't want to get too low because like we don't want anyone to worry about us. We don't want to be noticed or stand out in any sort of way. So we just are comfortable in our very minimal expression. We don't want to be seen in general. So being seen in an extreme is really challenging. Another example that I've seen and can identify in, in a lot of people is when we choose not to process 
and everything, like all the energy of these unexpressed emotions, these unprocessed emotions, they're still within us. And what happens is they get so compacted inside of us that we become so touchy. It's like I literally envision all the energy just becoming like more and more tightly compact under our skin. And we're so, we're so sensitive to the touch that anything will send us spiraling. It almost creates like this hard shell because of how compact and how tight it is. But once you crack it, it's overflowing. It's exploding. We are screaming. We are sobbing. We are just like absolutely sent and everything pours out. Like you just popped a water balloon. It's all pouring out. Like there's no stopping it. And that takes like a very extreme hit to be able to pop it. But like once it bursts, it's, it's all coming open. And sometimes we make choices in those moments of overflow that just feel almost instinctual we snap. And in some cases, I think this results in people hurting themselves. It involves people saying shit that they don't mean. It will cause people to do things that are out of integrity with who they are. All because like we have so much that we haven't processed that we're just shoving down. It's sweeping all all under the rug, but the mountain is so high. It's like, bitch, I, I know you got some shit under there. Let's work it. Let's work it out. Let's work through it. So if you are the type of person who is extremely sensitive and it doesn't take much to fucking send you into tears or into anger, into stress, into anxiety, then there might be a whole lot that you are not willing to face. There might be a whole lot that you're storing and like, that's totally okay. And I know that it can seem like an overwhelming process. I mean, honestly, on either end, whether you're num num or hypersensitive, it can feel like an overwhelming process to start unpacking all of that. It can feel like a lot. And it's not to put gently either. Like really what I see in both types of, I guess, not processing is suffering and we don't even know it. We don't even know it because on one hand you're numb and on the other hand, you're just resisting. But I cannot even put into words how good it feels, how liberated you can feel <laughs> when you just let yourself feel. And sometimes it, it feels like when we're feeling, you know, if it's something that you haven't processed, it's something that you've stored for a while, whether you didn't know that it was there or if it's been there and you've just pushed it down, it can feel like you can experience the emotion for days sometimes. Sometimes there's a period of grief that needs to happen 
Like let yourself grieve. There's anger that needs to be expressed. That's stored. Let it breathe. Release some fucking screams. Throw a temper tantrum on your bed, kicking and screaming. Sometimes we've been ignoring the fact that we're really sad. We just need to cry. In those cases, when the low vibrational emotions are built up from not being processed, it feels like we're sitting in them for so long. And I don't want you to get feeling confused with sitting in. Like, we need to allow the emotions to pass through. Once you have, shake it out. Move your body in some way, whether that's dancing, whether that's literally shaking, whether that's jumping around, whether that's going for a walk, whether it's lifting, like do something to get the energy moving that you've just released because energy is also physical. And I'm calling them low vibrational and high vibrational emotions because they have a literal vibration and they affect yours. So when they're stored, they're changing your vibration. And when they're released, they're moving through, but like sometimes she gets stuck. You need to move it out. And you know, people talk about like a runner's high, you know, people talk about after, after lifting. I know I feel so much more clear, like mentally, just after like any, any type of movement, that release of endorphins just helps like really clear it all. And I think that when, when we avoid the lower end of the spectrum, part of the fear is being seen in the emotion. But I think also part of it is identifying with the emotion. We like, don't want to name that we're stressed out. We don't want to name that we're feeling really anxious we want to avoid it because we're like, I don't want that to be me. But just because you're feeling something, just because you're experiencing something doesn't make that a part of you. It doesn't make it you. So like you can feel it and you can move through it and you can let it go. And that's a really big key here is let it go. You're safe to let it go. You're safe to express and release. You don't deserve to sit in the numbness or the hypersensitivity. You don't deserve to sit on the low end of the spectrum forever. And like, that's not made for you. Our emotions are like these little teeny tiny messengers in us. And sometimes they're not teeny tiny. Okay. But our emotions are messengers within us and If you sit with them long enough, they will tell you what you need to know. And the more often that you can do this, the better that you will get with it. But like literally asking if there's an emotion that's lingering around for a while. I just had um, a client experience where she was saying shame is eating her alive. Like she just feels so much shame. And I was like, well, what does shame want you to know? If it hasn't left yet, what does shame want? And like, 
so much clarity was coming through the second that I asked that. All you have to do is fucking sit. Take a few breaths, get into your body. Shame, what what do you want me to know? Anger, what do you want me to know? Guilt, what do you want me to know? And just watch what comes up. You never fucking know. You can also sit with your journal and like Q&A, like you're talking to the emotion to help process. Those are a few of my favorite ways. But yeah, I feel like that's really what was on my heart for this episode. A little sneak peek of emotions. If you have more questions about... So if this conversation that I've had with you, that I've had with myself, sparks any questions or anything for you, or you want more tips on emotions or want to know more about emotions or just have any shares in general, I would love to hear from you. Take a screenshot of this episode and share it on your stories if you enjoyed it. Um, You can also DM me on Instagram. I have a new Instagram now. It's at underscore Cassie Kovacs. And shoot me a DM. Let me know what you thought, what questions you have, what moved through you while you were listening. And I'd love to talk about it. I love continuing the conversation and even like getting some differing perspectives. I love that shit. Expand my level of consciousness of emotions. Educate me. Um, I'd love to hear from you. So thank you for listening. Thank you for being here. And I'll talk to you in the next episode.